Welcome to the Let's Eat Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. All right, welcome to the 37th episode of the Let's Eat Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to be the best professional you can be. Today, we have such an interesting one. This is something that I think all of us can relate to no matter what our jobs are, or maybe you're even dealing with it right now. That's setting boundaries at work. This is huge. Unless you are the ultimate pushover of pushovers, boundaries are something that you should have and are essential to your own health. So today we're going to cover why boundaries are so important and what some ways are that we can start thinking about setting those boundaries. Maybe you're listening to this episode and this is something that you've never thought of before. Well, that changes today because today you are a career warrior and you're not just a regular worker bee. So it's time to become the best version of yourself, and that's exactly what we're getting at here. All right, let's get to it. Let's make your life even more fulfilling with our 37th episode of the Career Warrior Podcast. All right, let's clarify what boundaries are, what boundaries are talking about. Are we talking about the borders in the United States? No, not those kind of boundaries. Uh, That's a little bit different. These boundaries we're talking about are personal boundaries, which are those limits and rules we set for ourselves within relationships. And since careers are highly relationship-driven, this is incredibly important to understand. I like to start off all my episodes with like a relevant story to get the framework. And uh, so once upon a time, uh, this is actually the first job that I worked at uh, kind of coming out of college. Just let me put it this way. I really wanted to impress In fact, especially in New York City, there's kind of this um, mentality that you need to kind of work your butt off um, as hard as possible to the point to where you are just, you have no other time to do anything else. So here I was in this first position. So we had a manager, great guy. I'm sure he was great at what he did, except for what I'm about to say, which is he was not very good at communicating things to me and not the very not the kindest guy ever, to be honest. So I was working in this position and um, I would just be kind of berated for the work that I did that didn't meet his standards. And that's totally fine. I could, you know, really, you know, I can take a critique. I can take people telling me, um, asking for improvement. I'm all for it. In fact, I do want to improve. But the way he was just doing it was over the top. I'm just telling you, like making me feel like I was not a good person for that job. Um, And I know that's not what he meant. I just think he wasn't a very good communicator. But the way he was communicating it made me feel like I was just the worst employee ever. And I know I wasn't. Like, I I work really hard. But, you know, um, it was just, (laughs) it was bad, guys. Let me tell you. On top, I was being asked essentially to, you know, do one more task after I was done with my workday. And then that one task ended up being two tasks. And then that second task ended up being three tasks and it ended up making me stay uh, sometimes hours after the time that I intended on being at work. So ended up kind of waking up at four 30 in the morning, being there at like five 30 and sometimes not leaving until six or 7 PM. So massive days. We're talking 12 hour days when the position certainly required eight or nine So what the heck, (laughs) what do I do? What did I do at the time? 
This was a clear example of a boundary being violated. And that's exactly what we're going to go into today, whether it's those emotional boundaries, um, such as making somebody feel like crap or not worthy, so to speak, or boundaries like just sucking your time to where you can't possibly produce for yourself or anyone else for that matter. So boundaries also don't have to be with your direct supervisors. These can also be for people that report to you. Heck, it can even be for clients if you are a business owner. And I really kind of want to make the focus specifically on uh, the work environment here. All right, so why are boundaries so important? Why is having a boundary or having boundaries in your life so darn important? Well, clear-cut answer, not having them sucks. A lack of boundaries will truly disrupt your opportunity to produce results in the short term and diminish your overall stamina in the long run and possibly even your personal health, mental health specifically. So let's give an example. Let's say that you are, um, say, let's save a Wi-Fi network at home, okay? What happens when that Wi-Fi network you have has too many devices connected to it? That's right, everything slows down, like a lot sometimes. That Wi-Fi network that is normally so good and normally just fine at helping you get your valuable information now is significantly slower than it was before. All right, now what happens when some of those people decide to go on Netflix and stream the latest episodes of who knows what? Everybody loses. That's right. That network is going to be at the speed of molasses, let's be honest. And then all of a sudden, you start to hear audible grunts, groans, and even screams of frustrated people who just need to check their email. I would venture to say that we need to start thinking more logically here and recognize that like that wireless network, we all have limited bandwidth. And if you already knew that in the back of your head, it's time to stop being in denial and it's actually time to start making some changes, guys. When we run into the Wi-Fi issue, well, the solution's pretty simple, right? We set a password on our Wi-Fi routers so not everyone can tap into these resources. And we change that password occasionally if we really want to go the extra mile. But how are you any different? Guys, we need to realize that the energy, gifts, time, and potential that you have is not this nebulous thing for you to give out all willy-nilly. No, these resources are limited and you need to be sure to control where those resources are going and control the flow of those resources. Sounds kind of weird, right? We're talking about your energy here, but bear with me. We are so concrete with our money, but not with our time. So imagine if I kept asking you for five bucks and then another five bucks and then another five. Wouldn't you think that there would be a breaking point to where it would be pretty easy to say, all right, buddy, I have no more money to give you. Otherwise, I'm going to be living in my parents' basement again. Why is our time and energy so different? And why are we afraid to ration those things out? Listen, I know some of you people pleasers, like me, are worried about this. I know the argument that if I do set boundaries, then people are going to be so upset with me or like if I don't give them what I asked for. But you got to be bigger than that. You got to think bigger than that. If you really feel like you're being stretched thin by somebody's requests or even the way that people treat you, you're not going to be the best version of yourself. And then after that, you're not going to give them or give your team the optimum performance that they deserve. Then those people might even get more upset with you if you're not producing results. Guys, it's an optimization problem. Think about your car. Think about that last time that that engine maintenance light came on. 
and you knew it was probably your oil and your oil needed to be checked yeah you could keep going in that car yeah you can probably keep going for thousands and thousands of miles and your car would still be fine so to speak but what happens after you keep doing that over and over again what happens after the i don't know six thousandth mile ten thousandth mile something is going to go wrong so sure yeah you're still going to run but at what cost what happens when those problems start to accumulate because you are putting way too much stress on your engine? You guys see where I'm getting at here? Like the metaphor? Okay, good. Setting boundaries gives us the opportunity to change that. And heck, someone might even respect you even more when you have the confidence to say something. It's not easy. I get it. This is probably one of the toughest things that you have to deal with as a professional, especially working with some hard-headed people. That's why we are going to go into our next section, which is going to deal with how to specifically deal with that, how to set boundaries. Are you ready? Then fasten your seatbelts and let's ride. Step one is to define what your boundaries are. What are those boundaries? This is where it all begins. And this is where most people have gone wrong. You may have a general sense that some boundaries of yours are being violated, but you can't really pinpoint what it is that's bothering you. You can't pinpoint maybe where the problem is coming from. This is where I would tell you to find some time to sit down in a chair when you have some peace and quiet and draw some of these things out. Or even better, carry a notebook around whenever you feel like a boundary is being violated, then journal it out. Write it down, guys, physically on a piece of paper. Don't even... All right, well, you can type it on your iPhones. That works too. But really, the point is you want to be as specific as possible, and this is going to help you tremendously. For instance, you may want to set boundaries like this. I draw the line where somebody is more than 10 minutes late to my meetings, and this happens twice in one month. Or, I draw the line when somebody harshly criticizes my work, but has no constructive feedback that will help me get better for next time. Or, I draw the line where somebody curses at me. Or, I draw the line where I'm being asked to work on a Saturday without a week's notice, causing me to miss my kid's soccer game. So as I tell you to do in your resume is quantify, quantify, quantify. I really would tell you the same thing in your boundaries because this is going to help you show more intent and make things even clearer for the future. The more numbers, the better, I'm telling you. Step two is to start with yourself. And this is so important, guys. A really essential thing to note is that a boundary is not just about the other person. It really is about you mostly. And according to the internet radio host, Andrea Matthews, boundaries should also motivate the boundary holder's behavior, not just that needy friend or angry boss. This is important to realize because at the end of the day, you can't fully control someone else's behavior, right? The best place to start, and at the risk of sounding like a tacky rock ballad, is with yourself. Guys, there needs to really be a sense of accountability for your own actions, as well as communicating what those boundaries are specifically. For instance, I can tell you that I need you to stop calling me about 12 times a day, but I need to make sure that I'm not also picking up the phone every time or I'm calling you 12 times a day. I need to lead by example, really. Ask yourself, what are the behaviors and routines that I need to alter in order to facilitate better boundaries? Give you guys an example. So quite recently, our business has really, well, let's say gotten busy. And over the last few months, the rate of phone calls that we have been receiving has increased more and more and more. 
And believe me, I love answering phone calls and I like the concept of helping people and connecting them one-on-one. However, I had been completely stretched out thin and not able to take care of a current customers or I would say to be able to produce initiatives for our business. So at that time, we had actually listed our phone number on our website, which is where a lot of the people were, were getting it to call in. And, um, you know, when I'm not responding, this also is not good for these people because they're calling and they're just getting no response. And that's even worse than if I went out to list the number in the first place. So what do you think I did? Decided to take the phone number off. But there was a solution that came with that as well. What we decided to do instead of straight list our phone number, which connected to me or my smaller team of individuals, is we decided to put a link from Calendly, which is a really amazing scheduling application. So instead of people calling in, what we are able to do is find out in advance whether these people were going to talk to us or not, and they would actually get put on our calendars. This is a much better opportunity, and this solution actually helped out our business with connecting with more customers because it just was more organized. This is an example of me really taking a boundary into my own hands. I can't say something like, guys, stop calling me. Stop calling me so much. This is, this is getting out of hand. I can't possibly handle you guys. This is a situation where I had to exercise some logistics, some strategy, and actual personal boundaries to make that happen. And it's all on me. It's all on you guys, too. It starts with yourself. So can't hammer that point home enough. Start with yourself and then hold the other people accountable to follow those boundaries. All right, and the third step is to communicate those boundaries respectfully when necessary. So let's say you're in a situation where your boundaries are already being violated or this is going to keep happening again, again, and again in the future. So let's take the extreme example where this is a serious recurring issue like in the case of my boss constantly berating me or asking me to stay late. This is where a great amount of tact and courage will need to take place. And guys, I highly encourage you to take some time to meet with somebody formally if you think that's necessary. This is where you need to change the thought from how can I not get fired or piss this person off to how can I approach this in a problem-solving mode that can benefit both parties? And I'm telling you, be as specific as possible as this is going to help you out. Like your interviews, I highly recommend writing out your message on your iPhone or on a piece of paper and rehearsing that message out loud or in front of a mirror or possibly in your car on the way to work. Trust me, you're going to come off across a lot more confident, clear, and respectful if you can just refine that message. Some potential things to map out in your message are... Number one, establishing the fact that you do respect this person and that you are on the same page. What this does is it disarms people from getting too defensive from the beginning. Another thing to talk about, maybe how you feel when that boundary is being crossed. This is really important, and this is where it's important also not to get too emotional, but you're approaching this this from an objective standpoint. These are just the facts, and you're telling them how you feel. Maybe you can tell them how you feel it's affecting your work. So what are some of the consequences of your boundary being crossed? Do you feel like you are stretching your... (coughs) Sorry, peanut in my throat. (coughs) Do you feel like you are affecting your work? Do you feel like this is stretching yourself thin? 
do you feel like you're not being the best employee that you can for the company? Really, at the end of the day, if you guys are on the same team, they should see that this is not a good thing for either party. And the last thing, and possibly one of the best tools or things you can bring to the table in this conversation, what you would like the communication going forward to be. What does future communication look like between you and this person? What does your relationship look like going forward? It's always really important to be a visionary and to be forward-thinking. Don't just look on the past and say, I don't like that. Look on the positive and say, this is what our relationship could be or what our communication could be. That's really important because you need to give some sort of direction or some sort of leadership. Otherwise, people may not know where to go or they may not know what specifically you're talking about. So I'll give you guys a working example of what that could look like. And we'll use the example of the boss that was berating me back in the day and kept asking me to stay late for no reason whatsoever. Hey, man, I just wanted to see if you have a few moments. I'd like to talk to you about something. Boom. That way you can pull them off to the side and that way it's not all awkward and stuff when other people are staring at you. Then what you do is establish the fact that you respect this person and that you are on the same page. So... Hey man, I just want to let you know that first and foremost, I do respect you Um, as a manager. I think you have done a really good job leading the company. And um, I really want you to know that we are in the same team, same team here. You know, I want to make sure that our customers are happy and uh, that we are uh, managing a really good team here. Number two, talk about how you feel when that boundary is being crossed. All right. So um, quite recently, I have you know personally felt, let's say, berated, and um, I don't feel good whenever that happens. In fact, yesterday on the floor, when you said that I was doing a bad job and you said it harshly in front of the people who I directly manage, I also felt strongly demotivated and I felt like I was losing some respect from the people who I was managing. Does that make sense? Number three, how you feel it's affecting your work. I feel like I have been able to lead my team with a little bit less confidence because of the way you've been treating me. Number four, what you would like the communication to be going forward. To be honest, I would like to see that stop. And I feel like our relationship could be a lot more uh, fruitful and productive if you and I are communicating with each other a little bit nicer I also feel like if you do want me to stay late for whatever reason, I would really appreciate it if you asked me ahead of time instead of at the last minute when I think I'm about to leave. And this is also one of the reasons why I feel like I'm being stretched thin and just want to really emphasize the fact that I want to do good work for you and I really want to make this happen, but I just think I can be a much better employee if we have a better working relationship and that there's better communication going forward. And then, guys, you really stop and listen to what they have to say. That is equally as important as what you just said, because maybe then they're going to give you some hints on what's going to make it better for you going forward to communicate with them. And this is incredibly helpful. Maybe they will start apologizing profusely and let you know that they respect you in return, and they hope that the relationship can be good going forward, as this actually happened to me back in the day. Guys, This is a conversation and you really want to make sure that you're setting the pace going forward. And it's really not that hard, especially if you prepare ahead of time and really write out those notes like I told you, because believe me, I don't think I could have done that on the fly. Cool. 
But you get the sense of it, guys. You get the sense of how this can be a totally normal, good conversation that can actually benefit you in the future. I really want this to inspire you guys. And I want you to realize that if you're listening to this message feeling like your boundaries are being violated, that there is a better solution out there and that it's possible to have better dynamics at work because of it. So there are two changes I would like to add to this example. So let's say that you know in your heart of hearts that this person would not take any of it. Let's just say that you know that talking to this person, um, they're just going to laugh in your face or you know say that you know this is ridiculous or something like that. I venture to say more the lines that people are nicer um, than you would think and most people have a heart. But um, <laughs> let's be honest, not everyone's like that. Not everyone. Maybe there's a formal complaint process in place. Maybe that person, the boundary violator, would not be the best person to talk to. But I believe the message should still be the same. When you go in and you talk to their boss or when you go in and talk to human resources. But maybe this is just me. I like to take my problems up with the people that cause them. It's more upfront, honest, and usually does a better job at solving the problem. Here's the other thing, guys. The other thing is maybe you don't need to say something like, do you have a minute, and then pull them aside for a formal meeting. You can still be a little bit more nuanced with your communication, but perhaps this is when the issue is less serious. Like if somebody makes an inappropriate comment for the first time, this is something where you might say something along the lines of, could you not say that? Or, I think that crossed the line. I'm sorry. So... I think it's okay to have boundaries, and in the end, people are going to respect you for it, first and foremost, and you're not going to let your mental health get driven down to the ground. And maybe most importantly, you will be able to be the best professional you can be and not this person that's being stretched thin or driven to the ground. Don't be a person that's stretched thin or driven to the ground because that is not who you were made to be. All right? So final words of advice for some people. Show some courage. Do it. Your life is going to be better. Your family, your coworkers, everyone around you will thank you for, especially yourself. You're really going to notice it in your energy levels if this is really draining you when people are crossing the line, so to speak. So a couple of other resources I would suggest you guys listen to. Um, we're going to post that article on psychology today that I mentioned earlier about the accountability being on yourself. I think it's a really good, really well-written one. And Maybe you should listen to the podcast episode, When Should You Quit Your Job, which is episode number 31. Just saying, it might help you give some perspective. My call to action for you. I want each and every one of you who feels like your boundaries are being violated to take one action step for themselves this week. Give yourself a specific time and date that you're going to take that action step. Then I want you to write into projects at letseatgrandma.com and let me know what you did to alleviate your problem. So that's P-R-O-J-E-C-T-S at letseatgrandma.com. If you're okay with it, I'd love to share your story on our next Boundaries episode. And I think it would be inspiring for a lot of people out there. So when I say go ahead and write one action step, you know, maybe that's actually writing out what your boundaries are. Or maybe it's that actual conversation that you have with the person who's violating those boundaries and what the outcome was of that. All right, guys. This has been a really, truly motivating episode, even for me to just talk about it. I get all hyped up and excited uh, just knowing that there's so much empowerment in this and that definitely your lives can be changed and improved for the better. 
So I want you to actually go out and do something about this and not just listen and, and get hyped up and, and then just go to sleep or whatever it is, <laughs> whatever it is you do. So get out there, start setting some boundaries, start showing some confidence and really make this happen for yourself. All right, until next time, cheers, guys. Go out and be warriors. And for more on your job search, make sure to check out letseatgrandma.com. That's where you can find our blog, where we post the podcast show notes and so many more articles that will help you in your job search. You can also check out our resume services if you are interested in getting your resume professionally reworked. And please make sure to show us some love by jumping onto iTunes and leaving us a rating. The support from my fellow warriors will show the world how great this podcast is and help other people in their job search. Pay it forward. Thanks, guys, for being true warriors, and thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next week.